Hi, I'm Cami Welch, president of the Arvada Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to the What's Important Now podcast. In this podcast, we talk to business and community leaders about the critical issues and topics you need to know to help your business thrive. Today, we are very lucky. We have the awesome Francis Padilla, district director of the Small Business Administration, joining us to talk a little bit about the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. Welcome, Francis. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Cami. Hello, Arvada. We're so glad to have you on today. Let's start with you telling us a little bit about your role at the SBA and what you guys are working on right now. Great. Thank you first for giving us this opportunity to talk to you and to talk to Arvada about the new Restaurant Revitalization Fund. Uh, I'm Frances Padilla, as you said. I'm the District Director of the U.S. Small Business Administration Colorado District Office. We are one of over 60 field offices of the SBA across the country. Each one of us serves um, a different specific service area, but my office serves the entire state of Colorado. And as the SBA, we are the only federal agency whose primary mission really is to power the American dream of entrepreneurship. We assist businesses to start, grow, expand, and as probably some of you have experienced, getting very, very, very close to us over the last year to recover. And, you know, we do that through different types of programs and access to consulting and training to governmental contracting, business development, capital and finance programs, even if you want to grow through exporting and then disaster assistance. Awesome. So you guys have been very, very busy over the past year. And I know many businesses are grateful for all the support the SBA has offered um, as we've navigated this road to recovery. Let's talk about a specific program that was just announced. Tell us a little bit more about the Restaurant Revitalization Fund. What is that? Well, it's, this is a program that I'm really happy to roll out because we all recognize that this industry was one of the most hardest hit by the pandemic. So under the American Rescue Plan Act, there was the Restaurant Revitalization Fund that was established. And the intent really is to provide funding to help restaurants and other eligible types of establishments just to keep their doors open. So uh, I wanna put it in context of some of the other programs that maybe you've experienced with SBA or other agencies over the last year. So this is not a loan and it's not even really technically a federal grant. It's actually a direct payment. So it being a direct payment, recipients aren't gonna be required to repay the funding as long as those funds are used for eligible purposes and they have to use them through March 11th of 2023. Yes, I said that right. March 11th of 2023, it is a really long cover period to be able to use these funds. Um, The awards are really gonna be simple. They're gonna be based on funding equal to the pandemic related revenue loss. So that's for each um, applicant. You can get up to no more than 5 million per physical location and in total 10 million per all the affiliated businesses. Uh, We've made three calculation methods to be able to get to that amount. Like I said, super simple. It really just depends on how much you were operating during 2019 and 2020 and even into 2021 or March of this year. Uh, total, there is $28.6 billion allocated. We know that that's not a lot. So I want to implore Coloradans and especially Arvadans to get in there and apply as soon as possible. Um, and there's really no application deadline. We're just going to keep making awards until the funds are exhausted. 
Um, and we can talk more about what you can use in terms of eligible expenses, but let me just suffice to say that it's all the things that you could have done with PPP and idle and much, much more. It is so wide that you could actually park a barge in the middle of all the eligible expenses. So um, one thing I do wanna point out is that we know that you know, due to restrictions, people couldn't have indoor seating or a lot of people indoors. So some businesses had to construct outdoor seating. That is one of the eligible expenses, which is awesome. So if you had to, you know, do a parklet or add, you know, furniture in the front of your business or in the back of your business or bubbles or whatever it is you had to do to pivot, those would be eligible expenses. And you can go all the way back to February of 2020 and, pay some of those expenses going forward all the way to March 11th of 2023. That's amazing. And you said two magic words for me, you said simple mm -hmm. and flexible. And I think yes. those are things that, especially with so many of our employers struggling so much last year, those are really important pieces of this. So thank you for all your work to make sure that it is a good experience for the businesses as they apply. So let's talk a little more about who, when we think about this fund, who is eligible to apply for those dollars? Well, so the eligible entities are really businesses that have not permanently closed. You could have temporarily closed, but your intent is to either reoperate, reopen, or you're moving towards that if you haven't already. And it includes businesses where the public can actually come in for the purpose of being served food and drink. So there are eligibility criteria on like both the establishment types and then also on organizational structures. So the establishment types would be things like obviously restaurants and food stands, food trucks, food carts, caterers, saloons, inns, taverns, bars, lounges, brew pubs, tasting rooms, tap rooms, distilleries, other licensed facilities or premises where there might be some kind of a beverage alcohol producer, and then the public can come in and buy and sample those products. Um, in the past, we had size requirements on other programs that were based on employees, not so for this. It's 20 locations or fewer. So if you have fewer than 20 locations, you can apply. You can be a different kinds of organizational structures, C-Corps, S-Corps, partnerships, LLC, sole props, uh, self-employed, independent contractors, even tribal businesses. You could even be an entity, including all the things I mentioned above, but you're operating independently, and we mean you have your own tax ID number inside another business. For example, a restaurant that's operating independently inside a conference center or in the airport terminal, or that's a tribally owned concern. Um, like eligible, we always have the counter to that, the ineligible. So the ineligibles for this would be nonprofits, uh, state or local government operated entities besides tribal owned businesses, uh, publicly traded companies. However, if you were in a franchise that is publicly traded, there would be an opportunity to make sure that you're on an approved list for SBA in terms of your franchise agreement. So you might be eligible. And then you cannot have a pending shuttered venue operator grant, either the application and or an award. If you're declined for that, then you could apply for the restaurant, but you can't have both. Awesome. So a lot and lot of opportunity for mm -hmm. our restaurants and um, beverage companies, which is amazing. And I know many will take advantage of that. So I decide I want to apply. What, what happens next? What's that process look like? What details should I be aware of? 
So as I mentioned, this is competitive and there's not an unending stream of investment in this. So last Friday, we actually began accepting registrations, which is really that where you want to log on and get an account established. And that is um, required if you're going to apply through our direct portal. We call it our restaurants fund portal. Then on Monday of this week, that application portal actually went live. So right now we're taking live applications and there's three different ways to apply. So you've got to make that decision first. Do you want to apply directly through our portal? And that's at restaurants.sba.gov. You need to establish that account and then you can start doing an on live entry, you know, and uploading your document kind of experience. The other way you can do it is through a point of sale vendor that's actually an official resource partner or a partner of SBA. Right now, Square and Toast are actually have application portals themselves. So if you're a client of those entities, you can apply directly through their portals. If you use another point of sale provider vendor, they can provide the documentation and the reports you might need. Um, they wouldn't have application portals. There's two other vendors that have signed on to be official POS or point of sale partners. And what they are gonna provide is verified reports. So anytime you have something verified by you know, an SBA partner, it makes the review process faster. So those other two entities are NCR, which does business as Aloha, and then also Clover. So they're gonna provide you know, the point of sale reports that SBA needs that are verified, but you can use any point of sale provider to get the documents. The other way is through uh, the telephone. And although it's an option, I would say if you have any way to get to the internet, if you can get an email account and you can get yourself on the internet, um, the telephonic way would be the slowest because you're gonna answer questions on the prompt and then you're gonna have to mail everything back and forth. And this is competitive. So, you know, speed is of as time is of essence here. So you can submit now. And we are going to have a priority processing period. So during the initial 21-day period, we're accepting applications from all eligible applicants, but we're only going to fund applications from those that are in a priority, which is small businesses owned by women, veterans, and socially and economically disadvantaged applicants. So they will be funded first. And then on day 22, all eligible applications will be processed and funded until we run out of funds. Awesome. That is amazing. And I know, like I said, lots of restaurants are going to apply. So we will do our part to get this information out as well, because I think there's such opportunity there to help people become whole from a hard year and a half that many have had. So one last question for you, we have about a minute left. So mm -hmm. what resources are currently available for other types of businesses? So our restaurants have this great opportunity. If I'm sitting in a professional services space or in other types of industries, are there resources that are still available for me to kind of recover from COVID-19? We do. And I'll tell you that in the interest of time, the best place to look at all of our open economic relief um, programs is to go to sba.gov backslash coronavirus relief. But we still do have idle at the long-term economic injury disaster loans. You can still apply for these through December 31st of this year. And actually, we just announced that if you already have an idle loan, you can come back into the portal and request an increase up to half a million. Um, we're working through the awards on, type, on targeted idle advance. Um, we just announced that we're reaching out to those that would be eligible for the supplemental targeted idle advance. So this is the additional $5,000 to the smallest of smallest and the hardest hit. 
Um, and then we do still have section 1112 debt relief. So that is, if you need new money or you already had an SBA loan, like a 7A, 504, Express, Community Advantage, micro loan, we are gonna help you by making a number of your principal and interest payments on your behalf for a few months. So if you already had one, we're making payments for you. If you're getting a new one, we will make payments for you. Um, for a number of months. And in addition, if you do new money, so this is for people who can't, you know, don't need it for the disaster related expenses. You wanna grow, you wanna expand, you need a line of credit. So um, we still do have incentives on our core programs. So some could be 90% guarantees and then we're waiving the fees. We're paying your fee for you until the funds are exhausted. So Shuttered Venues is open, it opened two weeks ago. And um, that is still for those uh, that have a, were a theater operator, et cetera, that need you know some relief. And I think that is where we are. Um, PPP is almost at the point where the, the funds are fully expended. So. Awesome. Well, there is still a lot going on. We appreciate you keeping us in the loop and joining us today for our podcast. You are amazing. And we're grateful for your partnership throughout this past year. And I know as we go forward, I will also plug that if you're looking for more information on COVID-19, whether it's vaccines, funding solutions, and much more at arvadachamber.org, you'll find the COVID-19 business toolkit where we link to many resources as Francis explained today. We appreciate everybody tuning in and we'll see you next time.